Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. More and more cars. More on our roads than last year. And there'll be more next year. And the year after that, more and more cars will be built and more cars will be bought. Will there always be room for one more car? Well, there isn't even enough room now. Today, many of our highways are already obsolete. What would happen on them during a national emergency? The entire population under panic conditions trying to escape. Oh, Josh, more and more cars. That was said back in, way back when. Highways, freeways, more cars. I don't think it's ever stopped, more cars. Some of you got upset about this situation about more cars. Let's see how upset you were back in 1956-ish or so as we take you back. My name is Simmons. I raise poultry. I don't see why this freeway can't go straight across the state instead of dipping down to us. Well, he was scared of technology, our friend there, our poultry farmer. But how are these freeways determined anyway? When a freeway is put through a community such as ours, what factors determine the exact route? Yeah, I don't want you to mess with my business. I got a small business. You're going to put a freeway on here. Also, the freeways have much greater traffic capacity. And they're pleasant to drive on. What? Pleasant to drive on? Are you kidding me? I'm Gunderson. I've got farmland that will be cut no matter where you go. And I am not going to stand for that. And how do I get on this here no-fangled road? Drive 10 to 15 miles? Oh my goodness, was he upset? You know, we're going to take you back in time today. Back in 1956, people, the National Interstate and Defense Highways Act basically declared the future of the freeway. You drive them, you've been stuck in them. And at times, we truly hate to be on these freeways, these highways, these insane parking lots of traffic madness welcome to the show you mechanical maniacs frank here with wrench nation Susie sockets in house welcome 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 and of course manning the wheels of steel we have brie welcome to the show Susie. you rock we're talking interstate freeways the history and we're going to talk about the future technology that will rock your world about what's coming but first as we do every week Susie, how was your week? You know what? The week was amazing. And I can't believe I just witnessed you having a conversation with the past. You were uh, having a conversation with the past. Well, we, yeah, because we drive these things and we don't realize, like, we're disgruntled. We were late for work. We're in a traffic mess. And we don't realize, boy, there's some history on these freeways and highways. And we've seen it grow and just grow and grow. Yeah. You guys know back in 56, President Dwight Eisenhower, he signed that Federal Aid Highway Act. And here we are today in a big 
parking lot a mess. And we're going to talk about that to you guys about, God, where these freeways have come and where we're going. You guys join in the conversation, 480-655-8870. Of course, we got a special guest, uh, Monroe Shocks and Struts. We figured we'd just bring in Monroe Shocks and Struts. Some of you have issues with your shocks and struts. And so uh, special guest, uh, Frank Lindsay uh, from Monroe, is going to join us much later. But, yeah, you know, Susie, it's one of those things that we take for granted. And a lot of you listening right now maybe don't care. But you need to just hold on a bit because we got some fascinating facts and trivia. And, well, let's just bring it on right now. We've got the Visa gift card, people. You know how we do here on Wrench Nation. The $50 Visa gift card. You want to hang tight because I'm going to ask you a question. It may be our wiser advisor later on in the show. $50 Visa gift card. Hang in there. Uh, because we're going to ask you that question. You'll have an opportunity, 480-655-8870. Susie, what's shaking in the garage? Anything get you upset or make you happy? Make you just go out and treat yourself to a spa after a great day in the garage? What happened to you? You know, Frank, it was Mother's Day this weekend, and it was oh, a yeah. great Mother's Day. I didn't do anything, but you know what? I think we helped a customer who was a mother. She was a little frantic, and she brought her car in with a little intermittent start. And we, you know what? She says it's a new battery, it's this, it's that, and... We tested and we verified it, and it turns out corrosion and some and some loose cables. Well, all right. So that was good news. And many of you listening, I, I think the nervousness. Huge we, nervousness. Yeah. You're nervous to go in the yeah. garage. I mean, some of you want to go into a dentist before you visit a mechanic. Yeah, that's true, Frank. But you know what? We give candy out, too, just like a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go to your local garage or dealer and they've got candy up there, you know what an old man told me years ago? Oh, no. What did he say? I, I, I first started wrenching way back, right? You know, whatever. And he said, well, Frank, if you put candy on the counter, people won't yell at you because you've got them chewing and sucking on some candy. There may, there may be some truth to that. That is true. People yeah. like the candy. 480-655-8870. And you can also text us anytime. So if you want to interact with us right now, texting us is probably going to be the best way to do it for the next couple minutes. Yeah, you guys realize this is real live radio. And somehow, some way, I didn't see the cloud over the studio, but we must have had a lightning bolt and it snapped the phones and the phones are down. But we love you. and You know that 480 480- Six five five eighty eight seven zero. Why not? Of course, not while you're driving, you maniacs. Text us. We'd love to hear from you. We always will take your questions. At this point, you can text four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero or comments. Hey, this conversation is about you. What do we get? A text? And a nice little shout out to um, our East Coast listeners, Tony and Donna from Merrick, New York. Thanks for tuning in. Well, all right, we got to give you guys now. That's from New York. They can't get an applause. We've got to do something a little. Yeah, that's to- Tony out of uh, Tony and the family. Don't mess with Tony and the family. He's hanging out there. <laughs> We appreciate you, of course, if you're catching this on the uh, replay podcast. Susie, we got a podcast. People we don't, do. People and don't, it's great yeah, to listen to. I think it's therapeutic. It is therapeutic, and I listen to it yeah. when I go to bed. You go, wow. Yeah. Ooh, we got to have My bedtime wait, wait story. a minute. All right, Susie. Oh. We want to know, the people want to know before you go to bed, what is your ritual? I listen to Ranch Nation. Come on, who paid you for that one? Nobody paid me. (laughs) 
You know what? You're nuts, and that's why I love you, and the people love you. Uh, we're talking about the history of freeways and highways, and most of you, you know, you just can't relate, especially like now, Susie, Uber, Lyft, I, nobody cares. Someone else is doing it for me. But, boy, there's such interesting history of the freeways. And, Susie, what's your feeling? Like, how do you zen out? How do I zen out? When you're in traffic, could you give the people's some recommendations about how you manage, like, road rage? Yeah, incidents? absolutely. Let your husband drive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, what do you guys think about that? If you're listening... I second that motion. It shall pass. <laughs> oh, I'm surrounded by the ladies in the studio, and I'm not going to argue that one. Isn't that a good thing, though, guys? If you're listening, you can text us, 480-655-8870. But, you know, that's a big thing. Like, do you wonder back in the 50s, 60s, did folks have the same type of, like, did they need therapy? Like, you heard the tape. Mm-hmm. The one official, and by the way, that was a staged Hollywood via the government some of those were actors from major market movies but how did what do we do as government back in the day uh we called hollywood and i think we're still kind of doing that uh and we staged an informational public uh, don't worry we're gonna save the day and that that one official was like freeways are very comfortable and relaxing (laughs) i think it probably back then it was relaxing i think we're in too much of a hurry today yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It was a different time. I think we want to hurry up and get there, and hurry up and wait is what we get as a result of it. I mean, back in the day, I guess. I mean, it's well before my time, but, you know, honey, we got to pick up the milk, the little glass, can, and you would pull, you just, you'd stop life and get the milk. Yep. Now, if it's not delivered by some courier service, that's a problem. Bree, do you have milk delivered to your house? No, I do not. Anything delivered? Um, sometimes we'll get some packages delivered to the house. We've thought about having, uh, like the dog food delivered just cause that'd be kind of convenient. I find this fascinating. But I like my local store. That's the other thing. You like Good to job, shop, yeah. right? You like to get in there with your little supermarket cart and feel. Yeah. I bring my dog with me. They're cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, dog I like that. Bracelets. Yeah. All right. We good. had, uh, you guys know that you can reach out to us on Wrench Nation Facebook. Many of you, and I mean this sincerely, Buku gratitude to you guys. Boy, our little community, Susie's growing. Our little community is growing, Frank. And you know what? We get to we get to taste it every day. You know, Susie Sakas is being polite. When you are getting a t-shirt, guess who's sending the t-shirt out? That is me, Frank. <laughs> I'm the one sending the t-shirts out. Well, uh, we're going to have to hire an agency here pretty soon. I handwrite them. I hand-deliver them to the post office. All right. We've got to deliver a show. This is all about freeways and highways, the history and the future technology. But first, as we always do, we love it when you reach out with any uh, car care conundrums. We had a caller come through the garage. Let's uh, hit the tape. I'm, uh, I'm doing my brakes at home. I did my front. They're all, it's all disc. I did the front. I didn't have a problem compressing the caliber. I can't get the back to compress. Oh, you did the easy stuff. Look, at everybody can do their front brakes. <laughs> and no, don't pad slap. You guys, well, I'm just going to throw brake pads. You need to give that rotor attention. But specifically, I think what he's talking about is the rear caliper. They're special tooling and they're special adapters. And some, in some occasions, those calipers will have little divots. Mm-hmm. And you've got to actually set the special tool and clockwise it or counterclockwise. And if you drive a European vehicle, they're electronic people. 
you got to communicate with modules. So I hope that helps you. And that's not the time to snap into another six pack of beer. You really need to be focused. If you're doing this on the weekend, you know, we can joke around, but breaks is serious business. And I hope that uh, helps that caller with that break conundrum. So I've uh, got a break confession. Oh, confess it right here on Wrench Nation. I was driving today. I went over a speed bump. My ride is really bumpy when I go over a speed bump. Bumpy. It's just, and then, you know. Wait, do that going. again. That was. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> Wait, that, that was not. <laughs> wow, that was good. Use that as a sound effect. Wow. <laughs> you can cut that up for later. Um, so, but but then I went to like, you know, because it went too fast. So then I slowed down and I just said, Whoa, from the brakes. More special and effects. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, that kind of kills my ears. I'm sorry to listeners out there. But how so bad now is it's it? annoying. Is it too late for me? Like, do it how how when Don't. do I know that it's time to go? Listen, life, when you say it's too late, life just becomes stressed. First off, take a deep breath. We need to zen with the situation. Breaks. 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 Squeaks. <laughs> but in all seriousness, what you did is awesome because you got in tune with how she sounds. No master mechanic can tell you that that's the way it should sound. There's a sort of baseline to how it sounds and you're in tune. We are going to answer that a little bit later. Don't let me forget. But first, we got to get to some automotive fascinating news, people. <laughs> All right, some of you have had this argument, perhaps at a bar or at your local, wherever you're going, you argue. I don't know where you people go to argue, but this is an argument. I've heard it. I'm sure you have. Well, my old car is safer than your new car. Right? I've heard that. People, I mean, you look at a big old 76 four-door sedan with a trunk that could fill 15 cattle. You might believe that. Mm -hmm. That's a big tank. That's mm -hmm. safe. Well, the argument is squashed officially today on Wrench Nation as NHTSA, NHTSA, our government arm to keep us safe. They did a study and they did it deep and they released data, Susie. This data was compiled. Now take notes, people, because if you're in the bar arguing this, you're going to win. New cars are officially safer. Wow, is that because of all of the extra airbags? All the well, I think I think so. We're surrounded. We live in a bubble in yep. these cars. <laughs> I mean, not to put it lightly, NHTSA, NHTSA, they did their fatality analysis reporting, and they found that higher proportion of passengers in more dated, your old ride is not. It's not safe. More people are killed in those crashes. That surprises me. Is that because maybe we are wearing seatbelts more today, too? Of course. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so, too. But now we're texting. We got other problems. Oy. You guys stop texting and driving. But the difference in fatality rates between vehicles built prior to 84, that was a good year, Van Buren, or, or what was the group? Uh, Van Halen. Van Halen. I don't know. Van Buren. <laughs> That's a street. I'm sorry. <laughs> Van Halen messed us up. When we hear 1984, <laughs> we just think of the album. But yeah, they're saying the difference in fatality, fatality rates between vehicles built prior to 84 is more than double than recorded for models sold between 13 and 17. That's interesting. That is interesting. I mean, technology's got to save us. Sure, it does. Because now we've got... Uh, 
technology is is saying when we're in a blind spot or something like that, right? It is. Yeah. But what I'm thinking about is the uh, the movie Casino. They drove like all movie. the big, big, nice El Dorados. If Casino were to make a part three or four, I think they had two parts, would they be driving around with these small little vehicles? I a think safe so. Vehicle. But there's no trunk. There is no trunk, but I think that they are going for the appearance. But you can't. They? You can't be a gangster and not have a big trunk oh, for that you can't stuff, be a G. you know. Yep, I gotcha. <laughs> so what do you have? A little trailer? A little coffin trailer? <laughs> <laughs> this is the way my mind works. I hope you guys can understand. But yeah, so older cars, man, uh, that ends the argument uh, through those studies. Uh, we got a study also uh, which led to this report out of Sweden. Pretty cool stuff. Sweden is now incorporating electrified roads. That is happening. We hope that comes here. So you hook up your car. It's electrical. It's moving. We're going to get to that. Stay tuned. We're talking about freeways, highways, the stress levels. We're trying to bring you down. Uh, of course, you can text or call 480-655-8870 right here on Wrench Nation. Well, listen up. I'm talking to you about one of the premier auto parts superstores in the country, Parts Authority. One of the biggest problems that we can have in a modern-day garage is when our parts don't arrive on time or the quality of our parts are just not there. The Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counterfolk, national program, quick delivery, AC Delco, Monroe, Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstore. If you're an installer or own a garage, you need to check out PartsAuthority.com. Questions now. 480-655-8870. Welcome back to you guys. Welcome. Frank here. And of course, uh, Susie Sockets. We're talking about those uh, highways and freeways of legendary history. We just want to say thank you for joining our madness here on Wrench Nation. And specifically, before we got, go in deeper, I, you know, I've got to recognize a few of you that have gotten on to Wrench Nation. Uh, Facebook, and, and I'll, be on, I'll be quite frank with you, we are looking at the Facebook page right now, and I figured we'd have some fun here. I'm going to post up a picture, and Bree, is our phones up? Still no bueno. All right. Well, you can communicate with us, guys. Wrench Nation Facebook. Technology, we got several avenues for you, maniacs. Don't worry. Get rid. We don't need the phone. Who says we need a phone? We need no stinking phones. No, we don't need a phone. This is... 2018 people so you're going to get on a wrench nation facebook let's have fun with this okay we're going to post a picture of something and well what it is is a tire that came it came into the garage this tire no it didn't just roll in by itself it came in on a car and this tire has an object protruding from the sidewall the question for you on facebook i'm going to post this up here in a minute is this repairable? Is this fixable? Is it repairable? Because our phones are down and because of this phone issue, I may just decree something here, Susie. What are you going to decree, Frank? Get rid of the phone. My goodness. Who needs Are tradition? we ready for that? I don't, I don't know if we are, but I'm going to post this picture up shortly. Get on a Wrench Nation Facebook. Uh, be safe if you're driving. We're not advocating you just like, come on, man. Even you Tesla maniacs with autonomous... Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's the phones. You wait. can call me now. All right. Ooh. Flood the gates, you maniacs. I know you've been trying to reach us. 480-655-8870. Oh, 
Uh, I just feel this harmonious pleasure. You were ready to ditch the phones just now. Uh, well, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it, you know, because we want to keep it light. I've, you know, you guys spend time with us every week, and if you're catching this on the podcast, you're probably hanging out with us on a Sunday evening after barbecue. You're a bit bloated. You've got your feet up, and you're listening to the show. Let's get into the, some of the facts. Susie, $25 billion was the goal to build, like back when they started this whole project. Sure. $25 billion. $25 billion what? $25 billion. Uh, Benjamins? Benjamins. <laughs> <Is that what? laughs> well, no, it's $25 billion was the estimation. Now, since we're talking about the government, we all know how estimations go. Wouldn't you agree? That's probably not what we ended up paying. <laughs> and I'll give you a hint. It wasn't less expensive. Susie, okay. what do you think that number went to? It wasn't less expensive? It was more than $25, 25. Billion. The bean counters had a few drinks and it wasn't right. How I'm much? Gonna do go, you... I'm gonna go really, really far out there and say one ten. You're whoa. Well, wait a minute. really? Wait, do I get a t-shirt? <laughs> do I get a t-shirt? <laughs> no, it was a hundred and fourteen billion dollars wow. uh, to build. So we went way over. And Frank, that was a guess. I was not coached. Yeah, you're the one that guesses all the bubble gum in the I state count them. fair and the yeah. little ball. I, I know. Them. I'm bringing you to the lottery thing next. <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, we've got JB Bolt on technology. Oh my goodness, the wiser advisor waiting patiently. JB, welcome back to the show, you maniac. Yo, why are you guys leaving me on the phone? Well, just because you think you got all the weather in Pennsylvania doesn't mean here in the desert we don't have technological p- p- problems. <laughs> Our phones right. were down. Our phones were down. That's crazy. I almost got rid of the phones yes. permanently. That would have been like a government move. Uh, we said we were going to do it, but we didn't. <laughs> so, JB, welcome to the show, buddy. Uh, Wiser Advisor, well, Bolt on Technology. Um, and so, you know, we have not been drinking, but we're just having a great time with this show topic of uh, interstate highway history and future technology, which we're going to get to. JB, do you have, as you do every week, the Wiser Advisor Challenge question? Yes, and now that your phones are working, it'll be a great time to do that. Just make sure you speak clearly because you're breaking up. (laughs) I will not be so loud. Which of the following states was the first to fund the building of a turnpike? Oh. California, Pennsylvania, or New York? Wow, turnpike. See, out here in the Southwest, we, you're speaking in, like, that's foreign language. I'm looking turn. it up right now in the JB, what's a turnpike? What is a exactly? turnpike? Wow. You... Okay. Um, basically, uh, <laughs> in Europe, they had roads built, and they started charging people to run across those roads, so they had what they call a turnpike. It was basically a base with a long log on it that they could kind of swing out of the way, turn it out of the way or lifted out of the way after you paid your toll, and then you went along the road. That's when we were so, civilized. And, you know, people stopped. They waited for a little arm to go up. Now, if you tried to pull that, I'd be a lot of upset people. Susie, uh, everything's electronic now. I would think so. There's cameras watching you. Oh, there are cameras watching. So give the question one more time for the folks, because we are giving a $50 Visa gift card. Cash money, Ooh. people. Repeat the question, right. then. Which of the following states was the first to fund the building of a turnpike? California, Pennsylvania, or New York? All right. If you think you've got the answer to that, text or call 480-655-8870. And we still have to 
like we said, we we're going to put this picture on Facebook. We're going to get that between breaks mm-hmm. so you guys don't fire us and leave and go to that other show, whatever. Um, JB, the, the history is pretty, is pretty interesting. Uh, in fact, I'll have you know that money was a big thing, right? I mean, we had to raise money to start these ventures, just like today. Some, you know, mm-hmm. we got to, you know, the taxes. And, but it was interesting uh, to find out that out of Alabama, they had a unique situation. In order, they were really scratching their heads about finding a solution to finance a simple bridge across the Tom Bigby River. They had to raise money, Susie. Wow. Okay, what, like car washes or what? what they you would money? think. I don't know. They must have done something foul to do that. Oh, man, did you? What? Foul. What's you gave foul? it away. Do you guys want to know what they did? Alabama, back in the day, to build a bridge, they were desperate. Maybe. I don't know. If you're from Alabama, we probably just pissed you off. <laughs> but they had a rooster auction. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Rooster auction, JB. Thank you for, you said foul. That was the foul. Yeah. That auction netted nearly $250,000 for their little bridge. So why did the rooster cross the bridge? Because <laughs> <laughs> he could. Uh, well, you got to ask the Alabamians on that one. Mm-hmm. All right. All righty. And we've got a Tommy on the line. He wants to play along with the game. All right. Tommy, bring Tommy in. Make sure he's good to go. Tommy, welcome to the show. We're going to bring you in here. Let's get a little clap action for Tommy or Bubbles or whatever we're in the mood for. Tommy, there's your Bubbles. Tommy. Hey, hey guys. Thanks so much for having me. Love your show. Well, rock on. What part of the country or world are you calling from? I am calling from the world of yours, my friend. Actually, right down the road. This is Tommy Rio. Whoa, daddy, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. We can't let you slide. Tommy Rio. Man, you were, weren't you a good, like, you were a popular guitar, that's a guitar player name. Um, actually, that's the, the name of the vintage automobile that's sitting in our garage. Oh, yeah, I like that. The flying cloud. The fly. Oh, yeah. the flying cloud. The 1930 cloud. flying cloud. Well, I'll tell you before you play our little trivia with JB, the wiser advisor, you have not been asked currently to be on the show. We have decreed, decreed a government policy here on Wrench Nation. We want you on the show talking about the flying cloud. Ooh, beautiful. Ooh, yeah, baby. All right, but you got to bring a guitar. <laughs> All right, I can do that. And sing Van Halen. <laughs> All right, JB, wiser advisor, bolt-on technology. Let's ask the question again. Uh, go ahead and ask the question. Okay, the question is, which of the following states was the first to fund the building of a turnpike? California, Pennsylvania, or New York? All right, Mr. Rio. Tommy's going to need just a second as he calls me back. We All had right. a drop. So, Tommy, call us back. Tommy will call back. There's your question while he is uh, calling in. Uh, you know, JB, these freeways, there's, uh, I guess there's over 400 tunnels. That that kind of was mind-boggling. Well, here's a question for you. Where does asphalt come from? Isn't it oh, made out thank of tires you. or something? All Maybe? right. Well, what's the answer? Well, the answer is actually out of the oil that they bring out of the ground. Out of the what? Oil. It's out of the oil that they bring out of the ground. That's pretty crazy that the same stuff that drives our vehicles supports them. Yeah, and there's technology. We're going to talk about this later on in the show that's going to totally turn that upside down. Oh, there we go. Are we there? And we got Tommy back. Boy, Bree, are you okay? Bree's running the board like a day trader over here. Hang tight with us. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tommy Rio, are you with us? 
Yes, sir. All right, well, hang on a second. I want your answer, but first, we would do you the pleasure of a little background music. Tommy Rio, what is your answer? My answer would have to be Pennsylvania because it was more or less an industrialized type of a state back in the day, and they were pretty broke. So you would think that they'd be scrambling to make as much money as possible, although New York had the stock exchange and all the wealthy people, so they probably wouldn't be stopping these people because uh, they'd get pissed. Well, JB, what do you say? Was uh, was that Pennsylvania? Yay. Yeah, right money about that. Yay. Well, all right. Uh, Tommy Rio, turn your radio down, please. We got a winner, Tommy Rio. Now, listen, you own a flying spur. Do you really? Flying, flying I, what am I? You're, flying yeah, you're on spur. Oh, like up in the sky. All right. Well, I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget that. Yeah, I will. It's and fluffy and beautiful. And, all right. Well, you, know, you got a $50 Visa gift card. What do you think? What would you spend a $50 Visa gift card on? I don't know. I might, um, I might buy my mom something. I might give it oh. to one of the shelters here for some dog food or cat food or nice. something like that. Nice, nice. A little charitable, job, Tommy. Well, thank you for hanging with us. We appreciate you calling in. That was uh, Tommy Rio. Yep. So, Tommy, uh, make sure to put on standby. All right, I'll take you off the line to get your info so we can get you that card. Yeah, you know, we'll just keep it simple. Tommy, stop by the garage. You're here local, Chandler. We'll just stop by the garage, and he can pick up the card. We'll keep it simple. Yeah, that'll be great for me. Rock on. We appreciate you, and tell the world about our little show. We could use the help, because our phones and day trading-like board operations here. So, yeah, there's uh, just so much fascinating history, I, I find, with these uh, these freeways. Do we still have JB on? JB. Yeah, you guys call them freeways, but we still have turnpikes, so we have to take good money to be on. Yeah, well, yeah, the turnpike. I mean, I think you hear turnpike, you think money. You got to pay something. (laughs) I think turn around. I don't want to pay no money. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they're saying you mentioned this this sort of uh, what the uh, freeways and highways and all these turnpike actions are built out of this. uh, It's talking about three million tons of concrete in a mile. Three million tons. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a pretty amazing amount of material. Just look at all the roads that you drive and think of how much ground had to be moved to build those things. Yeah. You know, it, it fascinates me that we, we literally take this uh, for granted. I know that the technology for quietening down freeways, you get a group of neighbors together, they're, they're going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting back in the history, some of our poor history as a country we would build these freeways in neighborhoods that were considered blight. Really? I mean, lower income. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hey, that's the truth of it. Yeah. Um, eminent domain. Eminent domain. Oh, eminent domain, yeah. But particularly, like, they would look at, well, let's kill two birds with one stone. We need to build this mm-hmm. for commerce and all kinds of stuff. But, ooh, that neighborhood over there, that's blight. Who gets to decide that? The government. But things are changed now. Just know the history. When you're driving through a particular neighborhood, there was some passion behind that there. JB, what do you have planned for June when you come on the show? We're going to have you on in studio. Well, I've been thinking about that. I don't have a yet, but I know that we've got to have something in place, so I will definitely get back to you on that. I'm saying we don't have anything in place and we just do life and cars and passion. How about that? We can do that. We can do that. You know, we'll figure it out. Maybe we get the audience to pick a show topic on the spot. Oh, that, that would, would be, be fun. 
good. That would be great. Yeah. Would that be? Yeah, and keep it clean, people. That would be good. Hey, JB Wiser Advisor, thank you so much with Bolton for hanging with us uh, this crazy show of ours every week. Uh, we appreciate you, partner. Well, thank you, folks. I really appreciate it, too. All right, buddy. Be good. Yeah, JB, thanks for nuts. I know he does. It's okay. We love him. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to, I didn't want to forget this. I wanted to get some shout outs. Let me get to my notes here because it really means a lot to me, you guys. And yeah, you, you're probably saying, how much does it really mean? We work really hard for Wrench Nation, you know, from shoesy folding T-shirts to, you know, us kind of getting some pretty interesting and fascinating guests. And of course, Frank Lindsay with Monroe is going to stop by, going to talk struts and shocks here pretty soon. And as I look for my notes, uh, Tony, uh, who actually texted, was an individual that we wanted to thank dearly for hanging out with us from Merrick, Long Island. Victor Sanchez out of San Diego. Big out, big shout-outs to you, brother. We appreciate you. Uh, Bob Wesley, a 30-year GM automotive technician, he listens to this show. And I'll remind you guys, we don't have the answers. We're, we Look, we're not a fancy car, car talk show. We love the education side, but we just want to take you on a journey. Uh, and this thing is growing. We appreciate you. So if you are an automotive technician, I know some of you will bite at the beer like, oh, i got to call them. i got to set them straight. That wasn't right. <laughs> we welcome that. In fact, we truly welcome that. The more of us that contribute to this platform, the more that we'll set there. My goal is to not have a single media outlet say, oh, those mechanics are ripping people off. <laughs> How about that? That would so be nice. I invite you guys to uh, join in. And one more shout out. This is really cool. We do have international listeners. Our buddy, Rafiq LaPlaya, he is from Algeria. Algeria, I That's sent cool. that t-shirt That's out. On the, yeah, we sent yeah. him a t-shirt out today. Yeah, we shipped to Algeria, uh, uh, it, you know, once a week. <laughs> <laughs> but we just want to thank you guys uh, dearly, uh, and it means a lot to us that you guys have joined our movement. We're going to take a quick break, and I, I want to bring in uh, Monroe, I thought it would be pretty cool. A lot of you listening, this is it's lots of fun, but we want to get down into the business of uh, shocks and struts. There's a lot of confusion. What does that thing do? Do I need them? So uh, we got Frank Lindsay with Monroe Shocks and Struts. I want you guys to stay tuned. Your questions, 480-655-8870. We're going to come back. Stay tuned, Wrench Nation. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you. Partsauthority.com. Ranch Nation. Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Well, all right. Welcome back. If you're catching us uh, on the Replay Podcast or perhaps on KFNX, if you just joined the show and you missed the first part of it, you can catch here locally uh, KFNX. Uh, you can catch the show Saturday uh, from 8 to 9. The show's replayed. So uh, welcome on board, KFNX. We're talking about the world of freeways and highways, the history the lore, the future, 
Do we need them? Yes, we do. Absolutely. Some of those folks, as we played in the beginning of the show, they weren't sure what they were signing up for, but uh, I'm sure they'll agree that it's brought massive change. Some of that change probably wasn't welcomed at the same time, uh, like the Walmarts that popped in little cities, uh, little uh, towns that put a lot of people out of business. Yes, it did. Yeah, some of those freeways that crossed into certain areas, folks just blew right by. Uh, taking your calls, always, 480-655-8870. We also posted on Wrench Nation Facebook a picture of a tire in the sidewall there. There's something in there. Is that repairable? What is it? If you can answer that question on Facebook, Wrench Nation, we'll send you out a T-shirt. It's all good. All right. Well, I'm going to bring our special guest in, Frank Lindsay with Monroe Shocks and Struts. Welcome to the show, baby. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you, Frank, and thanks for all you're doing for the wrenching community. Yeah, wrenching the every community, the beer drinking community. We got a lot of people. It's just any community. We're helping. We're having fun. It's what it's about. It's the way life should be. So, Frank Lindsay with Monroe Shocks and Struts. Tell us first off, Monroe. Tell us what Monroe Shocks and Struts is all about. Well, really, we're about uh, improving safety out there and improving the comfort of your ride control as you're going down the road. Uh, but what we're all about, you know, we actually just celebrated not too long ago, our 100-year anniversary. That man, that's class. awesome, man. So you're like an icon. That's iconic, man. You're up there with the 100-year. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's like horse and buggy iconic. Mm. All right, so shocks and struts. A lot of our listeners right now, they've been told somewhere, whether it's an oil change place or dealership or Rockstar Garage, you need shocks and struts. Now, what does that mean? I need shocks. Like, what is that to me as a driver? Talk to me about why I need shocks and struts. What What is that all about? Right. Sure. Sure. So, one of the, I guess, the way to address this is one of the common misconceptions is that, hey, as my ride control degrades, it's just a comfort issue. It's just a ride issue. And you know, when I say ride, I just mean excessive vertical vehicle body motion. You know, as I'm traveling down the road or any noise, vibration of harshness, but it really, it really is more than that. So what, what's the driver going to experience down the road as their ride control degrades? You know, the biggest thing is, is, is weight transfer, right? And weight distribution. Yeah, generally speaking right there, all the vehicles today, your, your vehicle weight is in the front of the vehicle, right? So what we want to do is make sure we're evenly distributing that weight over all four corners of the vehicle. Hey, when I'm slamming on the brakes at that stoplight, is my, am I diving down as much as I did when I first Diving the car? down. That's a great symptom. But some of you driving right now, when you brake, the nose of that vehicle is jouncing down considerably. You, you, you see that. I'm sure you're driving or someone in your car that's new. Like they're not, they're not even mechanics, but they'll be like, Hey, my car didn't do that. And they can see the nose come down. That's a shock and strut issue. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And vice versa to that, Frank, is is acceleration squat, right? When I'm slamming on that gas pedal, am I, am I feel it really kind of sitting back in the seat, feeling like I'm going fast, but I'm not really going that fast, right? All right, so I'm looking at my shocks and struts on the weekend. I'm speaking for the people right now. They're This weekend, they heard the show, and they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm actually going to go and take a look at my own shock and strut. Give me one big factor that would be revealed to the layman, somebody that has no clue, what am I going to see with a bad shock or strut? Yeah, so one thing is, is 
it's not always about what you can see, Frank. It's stuff that you can't see as well. So if I do take a look at that on Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, and I don't see any leak in corrosion, any damaged bumpers or joust bumpers. What do you mean leak? What's leaking? Oh, well, so now there, that's a great question, Frank, because in this, in this industry, especially talking ride control, there's seepage and there's leakage. So what's the difference there? So all of our shocks and struts are designed to seep, right, at the, at the, at the rod that's just there to lubricate wow, the seals. Wow, stop right there. I took my car in. They said my shocks and struts are leaking. Mm-hmm. You said seeping. Right, right. Now is that dusting? Is that like a little stainage? Mm-hmm. Now let's let's do, that's a great point, Frank. Let's differentiate from the two. So what's Please. seepage and what is leakage? So any oil you know around the top, just there to lubricate the seal is just enough to, like I said, lubricate the seal. But what is seepage and seepage and seepage? Right, Frank. That's oil running down the unit. So if we are sealing. Seeing that oil physically running so down. So on the, the body unit. of that strut or shock, mm-hmm. if it exactly. if it looks first off, it's if it's wet. Oh, done deal. Oh yeah, oh done deal. Because if if you're puking oil, Frank, you know at that point all the gas charging out of that unit is gone. Susie, you, you see a lot of shocks and strut situations in the garage. Yeah, we do. As a matter of fact, uh, we had a car the other day that was uh, um, it wasn't leaking or seeping, but he was hearing a little bit of a noise. Mm-hmm. Eight years old, 181,000 miles. Oh, so we Lord. went with the struts. Yeah, we tested and verified that is definitely the struts and shocks. What was his feeling afterwards? Oh, my gosh. Did he hug you? Got a little voicemail. Oh, got to like the voicemail. amazing. It feels like brand new. All right, so here's the deal. I just got to say this, guys. Shocks and struts can be an investment. All right, everything in life, you got to weigh out an investment. How much, how much not. If you plan on keeping your ride... This is what we say in the garage. A lot of good technicians, a lot of advisors. They will ask you, and you need to train yourself to expect this question. How long are you keeping your vehicle, right? If I go to the doctor and I'm getting a physical, but I'm telling Doc, hey, I want to start running again. That changes my outlook. Mm-hmm. So I got I to gotta made up the need for my future expectation. If you're keeping your ride, what an investment, right? Huge. Huge. Now, I'm saying keeping your ride, if you're in it for a year or two, invest in it. Mm -hmm. It's like buying a new pair of sneakers. Hey, I'll put it to you this way. You are sleeping right now. When you go home tonight, you're sleeping in an old, aged mattress. Come on now. I know you are sleeping in those, and you got used to it. Oh, it's okay. It's like your ride. It's the same thing. You've got used to a pretty bad ride. Yeah. And and you know what, Frank, that's a great, great analogy there using the springs to the mattress because that's another tangible thing that our guy on the weekend, he doesn't have to look for leaking. We can always look at ride height, right? Measuring that ride I height like and that. checking how much that spring of the car is actually Now, where sagging. am I checking ride height? I mean, for the layman, can I compare from top tire to lower portion of... Well, you know, it's different for every vehicle, right? Okay. So it's, it's application specific, but, you know, check, check your manufacturer's uh, handbook, check the guidelines, and it should, uh, whether you're measuring from the top of the wheel well or the t- center of the wheel or center of the wheel to the ground, it's whatever it might be, and uh, make sure you're within spec. Within spec. That's life right there. Within spec. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. So today I learned that I should probably replace my shocks. There now, you go. Well, you, you replaced an engine. I replaced my engine. Might as well go all out. Well, yeah. You bought the diamond ring. Go ahead. Buy the dress, girl. So <laughs> Protect that investment, right? Yeah. I have a question for Monroe Frankie. Sure. Um, so what you're saying is the ride height, if, if we actually, if a customer actually changes the struts, they're actually going to have a little bit of height on their vehicle? 
Sure. So you're referring if you're using those quick struts, the Monroe branded quick yeah. struts with the spring on top. That is something you hear sometimes is, hey, I threw these on in the front and, you know, it's it raised my vehicle a little bit. And I wow. always have to take a step back and say, hey, let's make sure that's that's the specs. Because if, you know, specifically your customer earlier, 181,000 miles, whew, he's got that on the springs, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, we see a lot of that. We will always give options. I think you guys will agree when you walk into... Well, I mean, it's like a menu at a restaurant. You want options. It's the same principle when you walk in to a garage or dealer. Think about options, and you want to be prepared for that. And Monroe has a pretty wide variety. Uh, you have an entry level. Maybe I'm only going to keep it for 12 to 18 months. Right, right. Now, what's the difference there? It's going to be an OE-equivalent base valve, where on our premium product, we'll have an application-specific, you know, if it's an 09 Honda Accord, that. That's stress designed to it. So on our entry level, it's an OE equivalent. So you're getting just as good as you're getting from the factory. But you're right. We do have that value line as well. And what we call that is Roadmatic. All right. You came by the garage this past week. We actually are going to post up a video on our Facebook page uh, sometime, I don't know, end of this week or next week. It's a pretty, pretty cool video that we did. And you stopped by and you showed me this particular thing. And I was, I was like, wow, I never thought of this. Think about the rubber on your vehicle. Brie, we always talk about like the rubber mm-hmm. break. That's like day one. Mm-hmm. It starts ticking. Rubber's going to break down. So explain to me what Monroe does regarding the valuable rubber to a strutter shock. Oh, you're absolutely right. It's it's all about the attention to detail, right, Frank? So it's it comes down to every component part. It's not just the whole unit. So with our rubber, we use a high density rubber. If you what we you'll notice in the video we post on Red Nason's uh, Facebook that that rubber ball that we bounce, so the rubber we use does not bounce. It's so dense it helps to deaden that noise before it gets to you in the vehicle. So rubber is important. It's actually happened to us in the garage. We bought an inferior quality, not mentioning names. That's not what this is about. And we would install this shock or strut, and the car would come back a week later with noise. I mean, like. The overall picture of what we did was accomplished. It restored the ride, but we had noises. We had noises, and it was so annoying. The rubber, mm-hmm. the density of the rubber, that's dampening, that's all of those important things, that was, uh, that was a problem. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. I felt like that was a Zen moment. I mean, that let's say that. Wait, wait. Hang on. Everybody. Rubber. <laughs> All right, that was a little goofy, but that's okay. Hey, Frank Lindsay with Monroe, uh, Parts Authority, a great friend of the show. If you're an installer, check out the Parts Authority. Frank Lindsay with Monroe, you rock. We are going to have you back on. Can't wait to be here. Yeah. All right, thank you. We'll be back with Wrench Nation. Uh, we've got some more, well, future technology of freeways that's coming up. We'll catch you in a little bit. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music all that is car this is wrench nation well all right welcome back you mechanical maniacs wrench nation uh we so appreciate you guys hanging with us we kind of went through the the freeways and the highways we can't forget talking about the future so i'm going to paint the picture it's coming how would you like to prevent ice from forming on that freeway That would be cool. That would be different. That would save a lot of people temperature control, that Mm -hmm. section of freeway. Uh, Interactive wind-controlled lighting. Wow. That's Norwegian, Swedish, that whole... Europe is cutting edge on this. Piezoelectric crystals generate energy from vibration of the roadway. 
Wow. Could you imagine that? If you did have a bad shock and strut, you were bouncing up and down, you would actually create more natural energy, as it were, with this. Uh, Let's be tar- positive on the environment. I know. All right. And for you, for you uh, lawbreakers, police drones. Ouch. Yeah, that's possibility. Of course, all kinds of stuff with GPS weather and traffic detection. The future is incredible. Vehicle-to-vehicle communication. I know that out of Michigan. There's a roadway out there, a stretch of roadway where they're, they're actually getting sensors in the roadway to communicate with vehicles so that it's the Internet of Things as well, mm-hmm. where, you know, technology is amazing. We can't come. We have to do a whole show on it. Well, all right. Uh, that is uh, your interstate freeways, highways, the history. Uh, and boy, oh boy, this show goes so fast. We have so much fun with you guys. But I got one more story. You know how we do every end of the show. It's all about the weird automotive news. You probably want to know right now. This is, I know you're thinking about this. How many little remote control cars does it take to tow a Jeep Grand Cherokee? How many little remote control cars would it take to actually pull a real Jeep Grand Cherokee. For more information, MotorOne.com. Check out the video. And, of course, we'll post that up on Wrench Nation's mm-hmm. Facebook video. Oh, my goodness. We always have fun with you guys, and we so appreciate you guys. Next week's show topic, man, we're going to talk about is your car worth fixing? We're going to talk about the car problems that are absolutely 100%. Forget it. No need. You're not fixing it. As I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.